We didn't expect there to be an episode two, but on May 31st, we were invited to the ACLU's centennial celebration and had such a great time at the panel that we thought, why not turn this into an episode? So here we are with episode two, Ush Periods. We started off talking about what life has been like post our NPR win. Then we got on the topic of sex ed and bleeding out and how it all relates to a pervasive culture of shame. The ladies, understandably, had a lot of opinions. Enjoy. Yeah, when we started polling, like the first question without, the first question without hesitation was, "Why are you talking about this? Why are you asking me this?" Or that it's nobody's business. Like every single one was just said um, that she doesn't want, she didn't want to talk about it, or we shouldn't be talking about it. And I feel like. That's just, um, the fact that it's that widespread, like every single person we talked to said that, it was like, it shows how, how people think that periods are an unnatural thing. Right? And unfortunately, at our school, we don't have sex ed, let alone a class on hygiene. I don't think you even had a class on hygiene this year. So we have sixth graders who get periods for the first time, and they think they're dying. They're bleeding out of their uterus and they don't know why. And so we're doing a very small part in educating people about like the biological aspects of periods, but also like the socioeconomic side, right? We talk about the culture of shame, right? That's a social stigma, but we also talked about the very real effect that women in the Bronx especially um, experience because of things like the pink tax, right, and period poverty. So can we speak a little bit more about what is the pink tax and how does it affect the women in the Bronx? Casey? Like one day this girl talked to me like, why are y'all talking about periods in your podcast? That's weird. But that's the point we're trying to make. It shouldn't be weird, a weird topic. It should be like a normal conversation because it's normal. It happens to you, it happens to us, it happens to many, many older women than us. So like we at Bronx Prep, we partner with several shelters in our community, but this was the first year that the women's shelter we donate to, um, we actually included pads in the care packages. And that was the day we found out that he'd won the NPR challenge. So why do you think progress is so slow given how badly we need the change? Why is it taking so long to get women the help that they need when it comes to getting these types of products? Caroline. Um, it's seen as um, eccentric because society has made people fee- made people think that women they don't need all this stuff. So it's like when you when we came out with this podcast, it was like bizarre, which is why we stood out because people don't talk about this, even though it's something that every single woman has to go through, and society has made it seem that way, which is why people didn't really see it coming. What you're saying reminds me of the culture of shame that we started this podcast with, right? And for those of our viewers who are listening to us instead of seeing us, we're actually all in our prom regalia because we're all on our way to prom in like three hours. So just today, we had several encounters with different uh, administrators and teachers at our school around the culture of shame, except this time it was about dress code. So we slayed one demon, which was pads, and now we have to talk about shoulder straps. So where, where is this coming from? Do you think this culture of shame around women and our bodies? And say more. Go ahead. Well, well, in the past years, 
women have been made to think that like we're sensitive and that we're not on the same level as men. So when you think of something that is below you, you tend to think that they're like just something that shouldn't be messed with. So this morning when we had that encounter, like we were told to basically not show anything in our bodies because we don't like the boys or any other people, like we shouldn't be attention magnets basically. How many girls were asked to put on a jacket today because your clothing was considered offensive? That's four of us, including myself. Why is it that our bodies are being policed? We're fighting shoulder straps and how far your neckline is from your collarbone. Kathleen. In the media, like a woman, if she's wearing her underwear, right? It's like over-sexualized, like she's, um, she's showing off her body. But if a man's in his underwear, it's just uh, a poorly dressed and underdressed male, right? Like, um, it's like women's bodies are super over-sexualized and we have to pay attention to what the boys want. Like if the boys are getting, the, if the boys are getting distracted, it's certain, uh, somehow our fault. Like earlier today, um, I came out of the bathroom after I put on my dress and, my, and the principal, no disrespect to him because he's great, but um, he told me to um, put on Jasmine's jacket because he didn't want anybody else thinking that what I was wearing was inappropriate, even though it's just a dress and it doesn't really do anything and does not, I'm not trying to be like over-sexual. Uh, over Razo? So a lot of the times because like me and Caroline, our bodies are different than most of the girls. So like we have more this or more that. And then sometimes if we wear tight clothes, like the boys get distracted, but it's not fair at all. And we actually had a discussion about this in class and the boys try to justify their actions as, it's not our fault, you guys have nice bodies. And that's actually a quote from one of the boys. Um, yeah, I feel some type of way about that. Well, tell me who they are, I'll talk to them on Monday. Uh, Litzy. When the boys decide that it's not our fault that we want to wear our clothes, they're also like objectifying us because what we choose to wear it's basically freedom of expression because we are choosing our own style. So they can't shame us for wanting to wear our clothes. And it's not our fault. Because someone's always going to have like bigger this or bigger that. Boobs are normal. Having butt is normal. So they can't really... If you really didn't have a butt, it would be strange. Honestly. <laughs> uh, Ashley and then Casey. So women have always been on the lower side of the hierarchy. So it makes men think that they can that they can control women. However, women women have their own bodies. Men have their own bodies. So everybody should be able to do whatever they want with their body. Nobody should be nobody should feel like they're over sexualized because oh you have a nice body. Casey, you you notice that lots of these problems don't happen to be on the male, mostly the female. And that's a big problem because first, periods, and now our bodies, like, the First Amendment gives us a freedom of speech, freedom of religion. We have the right to dress however we like. If we want to show a little skin, all the boys criticize, and then teachers and administrators criticize, but it's our bodies. And if we love that, and if we're comfortable, we should be able to dress however way we like. I would say so, being a female teacher of color, I feel like I'm judged by a different standard than had I been from a different background. Do, have any of you had a similar experience about what you're not allowed to get away with, but other people are? Kathleen? Like, um, my mother, she's really, like, 
I love my mother, but sometimes she's a little overboard. She's a little overboard with what I can and cannot wear because, um, like, I'm, like, she doesn't want me to show off my body a lot, and I feel like that has affected me because now I'm embarrassed when I show off my body. Like, just this morning, I was wearing this dress, and I told Jasmine, oh, I feel a little uncomfortable because it's a lot, like, you know, going on here, and that was something I was taught not to do. Don't wear, like, overly clothes that show, like, your breasts or other places. But like now I realize, like she told me, like it's not bad, it's just a part of my body. Casey and then Caroline. Also like boys, they like to judge our bodies a lot. And that's like has to do with self-esteem because it lowers our self-esteem. It's like they have certain expectations when it comes to girls. And if we don't fulfill them, then we're nothing. But mm -hmm. then that's very wrong because all of our bodies are different. Not all of our bodies are the same. We should be able to be accepted and boys shouldn't even care about our bodies. They should care about the personality, but some of them are just interested in that. Which is or like, mind their own business. Exactly. But that's like really disrespectful because we're more than just our bodies. We're more than just a pretty face. That's a whole fact. Hashtag that. Caroline. Um, school dress codes, they specifically target young women, but particularly women with certain body types. If you have too many curves, hide them. That's what they say. I can't control how many curves I have. I come to school to learn. I come to school to expand my intelligence. I don't come to distract the boys. And if they happen to be distracted, teach your boys to not be distracted by women's bodies and focus on school. Yes, please, please do. As a teacher, I can tell you there have been several occasions where people have told me to wear a scarf because boys are distracted by my chest, and I had to remind them, they're 12, their eyes should be on the board or on the pencil, not on my chest, not my fault. Focus on you, gentlemen. Razel? Like, back to what I was saying about the discussion I was having with the boys, like, they kept trying to justify, they kept trying to justify the fact that it's not our fault that we have nice bodies, but at the same time, like, it's not, it's not their fault that we have nice bodies and they can't help looking at it. But it's just like, you shouldn't be looking at me that way. Like, you need to finish your school and get your life together before you start sexualizing my body. Razel ended on such a great note, especially given that we here at Bronx Prep are deep in the midst of finals week. And the last thing the gentlemen need to be doing is to be thinking about how any girl's body looks. They should be looking at their study guides. That's the teacher joke for you right there. Stay tuned for the next episode coming someday, sometime soon. This is Ms. Hawk from Branch Prep. Have a great day.